Welcome to the Healthcare Marketing Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to providing effective marketing strategies for dentists, independent physicians, and multi-location medical practices. Far too many doctors struggle to establish their brand online and consistently increase their new patient appointments. Join Lamar Hull of MedRank Interactive as he interviews marketers, doctors, and healthcare professionals who share proven healthcare marketing secrets. Hey, Amina. I'm excited to have you on the Healthcare Digital Marketing Podcast. Hey, everyone. Again, I'm Lamar with MedRank Interactive, and I'm pretty pumped about this episode. Amina and I uh, go way back, so we've known each other uh, for quite some, some time. And I think you and I met originally in the Queen City Healthcare Connections group. Is that right? Correct. And it's my pleasure to be here on your podcast. I'm really excited. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited as well to jump into a lot of just your background, your experiences, especially in the healthcare space um, with all the craziness we have going on right now. So uh, I'm really excited to get your feedback and insights on just your world uh, as it relates to, you know, to the healthcare space. So before we jump into the, the podcast, I would love for you just to introduce yourself, uh, give the audience some details of uh, and nuggets of who you are and your experiences. Yeah, so um, I'm a pharmacist by profession. And um, on a daily basis, my title is WIT, whatever it takes. <laughs> I like that. Because <laughs> I, I do own a, a business. And yep. so I've had to wear many hats uh, on, uh, beside being a pharmacist. Yeah. So um, I was originally born and raised in Kenya and had the crazy idea to come to United States to go to school because I thought everywhere in the United States was Beverly Hills. That's the image <laughs> of the United States. So that was my passion. And so I made it to the United States just to realize Blacksburg, Virginia was not Beverly Hills. Right. <laughs> exactly. My, my undergrad in Virginia and pre-pharmacy between uh, Virginia Tech and a community college, then moved to Philadelphia and um, Got my doctor of pharmacy degree in 2005, moved awesome. to Charlotte, worked for a big box pharmacy, loved pharmacy, loved the patient, the people interaction, but I was really limited in what I could do for my patients and yeah. things that I wanted to solve were impossible. So then our ex-clinic pharmacy was born in 2009. Wow, that's awesome. Um... Glad to have you here for sure, because I think, you know, you add a lot of value, um, not just to, you know, young professionals, but just the whole community, especially here in Charlotte um, and, and, you know, nationwide. So I think you do a lot of great speaking engagements. And then on top of that, you won two big, big awards, right? Like, I would love to just kind of understand how in the world, yeah, it doesn't surprise me, your pharmacist of the year, but just give us some context of these two awards and let us know what they mean to you and, and how you were able to obtain, obtain these two, two goals. Sure. So 2020 has been a wild ride. So yeah. it was humbling to actually be recognized uh, both uh, within the state of North Carolina with the North Carolina Association of Pharmacists. So I received their Community Service Award and right. nationally with the National Community Pharmacy Association I was pharmacist of the year. And uh, just very grateful that my peers recognize 
my drive and passion to fix the broken pieces of healthcare using yeah. uh, my pharmacy background and just understanding community challenges, you know, and so giving a face of what a community pharmacist is. Yeah. Um, so that, so those were the two awards and um, just very grateful uh, to have received them. That's awesome. I, I think well-deserved and you alluded to just really the impact of, you know, having an impact on communities, um, you know, really touching the patient in a different way. So, so you, you work for some big, you know, pharmacy chains. When did you, or at what point, or, or why did you decide to open up your own pharmacy? So as I was working, I realized a lot of the patients that were gravitating towards me were older adults. Yeah. or they were parents with uh, very young children, uh, very stressed lifestyle already, or individuals that had complex disease states because mm -hmm. I genuinely cared, you know? I wanted to know that they got what they wanted and I was always concerned uh, yeah. when they didn't show up for their prescriptions. And so with my older adults, they would come in and say, hey, can I feel my pink peeled or my yellow peeled? Well, that was very difficult because manufacturers change color. Yeah. Realized they didn't even know what they were taking. So I would take my time. I will have them buy a pill box and I will sit there and put in their medications and make sure wow. that they knew what they were taking. So while I was doing that, I got a big following of those patients because they would tell someone else at church or their neighbor. And yeah. during my shift, I had all the people who needed me. <laughs> and so, but it, was, it wasn't the right way for my company because I was spending a lot of time with these patients. So okay. I could not serve two masters. You know, I have a patient in front of me that needs me and I know I can help them and have an impact, but then I have statistics, you know, and, and numbers that don't mean anything, yeah. you know, that are my evaluation. So things like I should be able to check a prescription within less than five minutes. Well, I could kill someone if I just had a matrix of, now I want to check things in two minutes and three minutes. So I felt like that race wasn't for me mm. and that I have a lot of knowledge and I can bring a lot of value into someone's uh, care. And yeah. that's how I was like, if I couldn't find that position, I just built my own. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, I think, you know, independent physician or not independent physician, but independent pharmacies are, are especially locally, like a lot of, people want that, you know, customer service. They want that, you know, that time spent to really give them the necessary solutions that they need for, from a health standpoint. Um, and you see big pharmacies everywhere, right? You see these big, big retail, retail pharmacies. Um, for, for your independent pharmacy, pharmacy, like how, like you mentioned a lot of, a lot of great things, but how do you really create that value proposition to be different from them? and show your patients that? So number one, I believe people don't buy products, they buy solutions. Yeah. That's what I tell my team every time. So what problems are we solving or what problems can we solve? Yeah. The number one problem we've been solving since we opened in 2009 that actually became so valuable in 2020 because of COVID was our home delivery. 
Mm. You know, so that was that empowered our seniors who no longer can drive, but dependent yeah. on grandchild or a, or a family member or a neighbor. So that empowerment for our patients saying, all I need is a relationship between my doctor and my doctor sends a prescription to our clinic pharmacy and I get it at home, yeah. you know, that so offering uh, free delivery. Awesome. Another problem that we solve is uh, we customize medication. So we found where families who are taking care with children with autism, they need some medications and we needed to remove some of the dyes in this color, in this, uh, or flavoring in this medication because they were looking for a, a pure product. So yeah. what we did is we're a compounding pharmacy. So able to kind of customize those medications for both pets and um, humans. Yeah. And also we became an access point for simplifying medications. Like I told you, I used to sit down and put pills in someone's um, little pill box. Well, now we've built systems. It doesn't matter how old you are. If you have complex regimens, yeah. we, we pack them for you, your morning, your noon, your night. So compliance uh, became a huge factor for us to solve. Yeah. And then we wanted to be an extension of a overwhelmed medical provider. Okay. Right. Because that's another place that we were finding where patients would say, my doctor hasn't called you back. Well, I'm upset at them. And I will say, well, there has to be a problem, right? It doesn't mean they just don't want to communicate. So I started reaching out and understanding behind the scenes of a provider. And so we've formed collaborations now with mm -hmm. doctors where we help them uh, address some of the insurance complexities oh wow but that their patients don't suffer that they don't have their medications on time so yes yeah, so i could go on and on but if you want to think about our pharmacy you think about a partner in healthcare, not yeah. just patient or a number through our doors yeah yeah that's awesome and i think that's what especially nowadays especially with COVID. Um, you know, just in general, like people want that. They, they don't want to be seen as a number. They want to know that you know their name when they walk through your doors. They want to know that they're getting that special care. Yes. And through the partnership with the physicians, like 2020, what has been so great is that our pharmacy, because we already do durable medical equipment and blood pressure monitors, we now have the digital uh, immediate feedback or we can give you a blood pressure device, we can give you a glucose meter, and we get your data right away and we let your doctor know that they need to see you. So for all those who have been homebound that cannot leave or are afraid to go to the doctor, we work with their doctors via these devices where we monitor and, and kind of be the middle person between the patient and the provider. Yeah, that's awesome. So speaking of just, you know our current you know situation with COVID. Um, I know you, you you just talked about some great things that you're doing in terms of problem problem solving with a lot of the the patients and doctors that you're working with. How has COVID impacted your business? Like like specifically like the actual maybe even the operations or the culture or you know just anything in, you know inside your business that you've been able to take a step back and view and then try to problem solve that as well. Yeah, so number one was that it validated that our delivery was not just an innovation of 2020, that uh, it's 
glad that we had it so our prescription volume didn't go down it actually went up yeah. because individuals that were homebound were looking for us however what the impact it has been for our business is the emotional toll mm -hmm. on staff because a lot of our staff have had to navigate homeschooling with their children uh you know just kind of the the environment where we had closed the doors, you know, we had to close the doors and just take care of patients outside of the pharmacy. And I yeah. think for a pharmacy that thrives in human connection and our patients coming in and be able to hug them and, and right. say things, I, I do think it took an emotional toll. And yes, we had increased expenses of things that weren't a part of our workflow yeah. with the, um, you know, PPE and cleaning more frequent than the standard. So yes, uh, I think those things were very immediate. And yeah. then our patients um, were turned and we found that um, sweet old lady now is not very nice. And so our team was like, is everything okay? And so we had to do a lot of mental health. Yeah. You know, for us, COVID has really shown... Uh, we are very uh, a vulnerable population and that this mental health can impact performance. Right, right. So, so as things stand now, are you guys seeing patients in your actual physical locations or is it mostly still outside or more telehealth or? Yeah, so we've had uh, adaptation of definitely remote services uh especially because our population is a lot of seniors so if they don't have to come out we try not to have them come out right. until we have a vaccine so we're still really encouraging um you know staying away from the pharmacy yeah. with the foot traffics that we have because most people coming into the pharmacy are already compromised health-wise yeah so yeah so we've uh, definitely increased our deliveries and uh, telecommunication and the remote monitoring of devices with patients. So that has been, but now we are entering flu season. So people yeah. are coming in right. for us to do immunizations because they need their flu shots. So we've done home visits for flu shots. We've also done uh, flu shots at the facilities like assisted okay. living to again, limit the transport uh, for patients. So it's yeah. been, it's, we've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly of COVID. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, as you know, we're, we're a marketing agency, and we work with a lot of physicians. And it was, you know, a lot of them kind of shut their doors, and then, then they, uh, they're back in kind of reactivation mode. Um, a lot of them kind of booked out their, their schedules because people, once kind of the, the phases lifted a little bit here in North Carolina, people started going into their practices, obviously with the, the you know, the right uh, PPE measurements in place. And for, I guess for you, with your current state of operations and still trying to maintain your business, uh, still looking forward to 2021, like how, how are you guys, and you have a very personal touch to your, you know, with your patients to, to make them feel at home and make them feel cared about. And then also making changes to meet them, you know, at their, uh, you know, their, their home or in a different facility to keep them safe like how do you how do you better market to these people how do you get in front of you know a lot of, how do you compete with the you know the cvs's of the world when they're 
you know, doing a lot of marketing. How, how do you compete to get in front of yeah. when you offer that customized solution? And you know this, and I've shared with you before, that's one of the weaknesses of small businesses, you know? It, uh, we do great things, but not many people get to hear about it or know about it. Yeah. And so that's one of the things we want to change uh, going in 2021 is we want to be known, relevant, and significant within the community. Yeah. And yes, to be more accessible in terms of marketing. So we are working on it. Yeah. And uh, that's why I had reached out to you to say, <laughs> we, need a, you know, we need our website. We need to, uh, I think we need to come out of our comfort zone. We are just so yeah. used to taking care of the people we have. So yeah. entering growth phase and how can we uh, partner with other community members in our, in, in already in our area that already serve patients that need us. So yes. Definitely one of the weaknesses of many small businesses. Yeah, and I agree because we, again, we work with a lot of um, physicians, right? And I would say the biggest thing now too is the reputation. Um, I think a lot of physicians miss the ball on this where they have happy customers. They have so many ha happy customers that they could probably send them, you know, an email or even a text message and potentially get a positive review on Google or Facebook or Yelp. Obviously, people are, are more at home now, so they're, they're, they're more apt to do so because they're going to be on their phones more than, more than ever during this time frame. So I would encourage you, like, as you, as you continue to add this value in the community, um, use a text messaging system. Um, there's one out there called uh, My Social Practice. And, I mean, it's honestly 100 bucks a month, um, and it will send a text message out to your, your patient. Um, and they can literally leave a review in 20 seconds um, on their on their smartphone. And yeah. I'm just throwing this out there because you, you add so much value. And, and a lot of people, the numbers are crazy. So in terms of review acquisition. So what I mean by that is if you ask a patient that comes into your practice to leave a review and they're super happy, they had a great experience, it's still less than a 2% chance that they're going to leave a review. Obviously, they're going home. They have a lot going on. But through a text message, they're, they're on their phones or getting text messages all day. It's an easy reminder, right? So the chances are 40% versus 2%. Um, so I always tell local That's businesses. very good. That's uh, actually something that I'm definitely going to implement right away because you're right. We have all these great reviews, but we don't capture them on a regular basis and share with, um, with others. And so thank you. Yeah, no problem. And one last thought too, from a marketing standpoint, um, what I've noticed with, with small businesses that are competing against these bigger chains, because obviously you, we work with another pharmacy here, here in the area. And what we found was that when they are competing against the Walgreens of the world, mm -hmm. Walgreens, their brand is more focused on a national level or a national stage. So they're, they're focused on, you know, just really dominating the national landscape. But when you, when you as a local business focus heavily on the local market in terms of local SEO or, or local branding or local messaging, these are big wins for a lot of these local businesses because the bigger brands are not focused on that. So you're able to compete with them at that level. So when someone searches for, you know, pharmacy in Charlotte, um, you can show up pretty high, you know, on the search results because they're not paying attention to it. Obviously, you know, some of these big brands have tons of 
dollars to put into their marketing, but they're just not, it's crazy how they're not focusing on it, but it's so funny that you can see that. Um, but just, yeah, I would give you those, those two bits of advice um, as you continue to grow into 2021. Um, so like, I guess also with, uh, you know, I hear, you know, pharmacists are the most, you know, accessible healthcare providers. Um, I hear that, 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 that terminology and those terms all the time. What, what does that mean to you when, when you hear those things? Sure. So, number one, within five mile radius to every American, there's a pharmacy. Wow. Those, <clears throat> those are the statistics nationwide. <laughs> okay. And you don't really need an appointment to talk to one of them. Yeah. So, it, to, call, to go to your medical provider, you have to make an appointment or you have to call them. A lot of times, they're very busy and their time is very limited. Yeah. And so they have to call you back. So that's when, when you have an urgent need or a question, but you're guaranteed to walk to a pharmacy. It might take you five minutes or so to wait, but right. they're facing you and they'll get to you and answer your question. And yeah. they'll be able to articulate if this is something they can give you a quick recommendation for, or this is something that is worth for you to set an appointment and go see your medical provider or go to the emergency room. So that access, no one else in healthcare has that access where you could literally just walk in without an appointment and talk to one of us. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And I think that's so critical because um, people need that personal touch more than anything right now. But it's but obviously, underutilized you know. though. It's underutilized because a lot of people don't know the value of interacting with their pharmacist because yeah. their only relationship is the product. I'm picking up my prescription. They don't tap into the knowledge and the wisdom and all that. Because yeah. if you've been to a pharmacy, you've heard someone say, do you have a question? You say no. <laughs> and you leave because right. you're so used to, you're going to go online and look at your drug and you're going to learn on your own. So <laughs> right. I feel like, uh, for example, at our pharmacy, we don't ask you that. We just kind of spit out and say, hey, Lamar, you're picking up this. By the way, did you know you need to drink plenty of water with this or avoid sun? Because we realize people don't want to say they have questions. Wow, that is so powerful. Because now I think about it, you, that is just not, those are not proactive statements that you hear. You go to the big box, that's what happened. The cashier front, they're busy, they're running around and they don't even want you to say yes, you have a question, you know? So it's, like, so it's not inviting, Yeah. right? It's like, hey, you have a question and you're looking at, hey, there are people behind me in the line. I'm not going to ask you questions. Right. <laughs> wow. That is so, awesome. That, that, that's, that, that's, gosh, it, it just makes me now I just want to call your pharmacy because <laughs> 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 I know that you'll provide that value. Um, and so remind me, you have two locations in Charlotte or three? So we have three. Um, we have one that is our main location out in East Independence, which actually we will be moving hopefully the first few months of January within the same two to three miles. But okay. that's our um, open to the whole community. Then we have two that have specialized within a physician's office. So for example, one in an HIV clinic that had a high need and needed high touch. Okay. So we have a within that specialty uh, clinic and then we have a second one in, a, in a, also a physician office so as the physicians were leaning with um, leaning on us to solve a lot of the problems it was like 
why not be so close together so when our patients leave the doctor, they can see you, you can solve all the problems, and I have less phone calls coming back to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so what, what would you say to, if this was your, you know, your wor words of wisdom, if there was another independent pharmacist listening to this podcast, or even, you know, a potential patient who, you know, that's afraid to, you know, call a pharma pharmacy or afraid to, you know, go into a pharmacy, what bit of advice would you give to those two different types of individuals? Sure. So to a patient, I would say, uh, try your local um, pharmacy if you've never tried one. Uh, it's a very different experience. These are individuals right in your community. They definitely care a great deal. Uh, they're not some national company that is sending revenue outside of our state. So that's a business that is uh, hiring people that are local, supporting families that are local. So giving them an opportunity to learn more about what they do. Because there is a, con uh, um, there's a thought that maybe because they're smaller, they're either more expensive, which is not true. Yeah that they're smaller, they probably don't have all my medications or take up my insurance. So I would say definitely give them a chance because yeah. uh, uh, your, your, your support matters a lot for them to stay viable and continue being in the community. So if you're an uh, independent pharmacy owner or someone who's aspiring to be an independent pharmacy owner, to know that the, the landscape is not fair at the moment mm -hmm. because the biggest the, the chains are our competitor, but they are also our payer because now the big chains also own insurance companies. Yeah. So how can you be, how can you be my competitor, but also my payer? So my contracts that you're giving me aren't fair. So while there's a lot of uh, challenges, but there are also opportunity in diversifying beyond the product, you know? Mm. So, there are so many things we can solve uh, by wellness programs for these patients, consultations, uh, being a partner um, that can sit down and go over their medications because yeah. another competition is Amazon. Amazon is going into pharmacy, but our knowledge cannot be in just a product. Yeah. You know? So I feel like uh, pharmacy to tap back into their, their heart, their mind, and reach out to collaborate with their physician, uh, local physicians, nurse practitioners, because healthcare is changing and they're also extremely burnt out. So yeah. if we put our efforts together, we may be able to survive and thrive um, these new new frontiers of healthcare. Yeah, so so guys, if, if you had an opportunity to listen to this podcast, uh, you know, live or in the, in the future, um, I mean, it was amazing with RX Clinic Pharmacy, she really provided some valuable insights for you know the customer, also potential or existing uh, pharmacy owners, but then just also how to impact the community. Um, we need these types of businesses, um, you know, setting the foundation of customer service and customer care uh, through healthcare service. So, Amina, we appreciate your time. Um, such such an amazing um, you know woman, and I appreciate all the things you do in our community. Um, I'm excited about getting this podcast out there uh, for a lot of our listeners. Um, I mean, before we go, tell people how they can contact you. Um, and we'll also put it in the description of this episode as well. Sure. For, first of all, I just want to thank you for inviting me. 
and thank uh, all those who would listen. And I hope uh, uh, something that I said is helpful uh, to you, whether you're making a decision or just kind of wanted to know what pharmacists can do, or maybe a, a person who gets their child to become a pharmacist because they didn't think they could have such impact. So you never know. So I really uh, thank you for that opportunity. And if I can be of any help, uh, to anyone, yes, uh, definitely you can reach us through by email, amina at rxclinicpharmacy.com. You can visit our website, which we will be hopefully working more on, putting all that we do. And yeah, so hopefully this was helpful, but thank you very much. Absolutely, Amina, thank you. And um, thank you guys again for listening. This is Lamar's Mentoring Interactive um, with the Healthcare Digital Marketing Podcast, Amina with Rx Clinic Pharmacy. Uh, we look forward to seeing you in the next one.